Welcome to the final episode of Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast, sort of, <laughs> covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I am Michael. And I'm James. That's right. I'm back. <laughs> He's back, <laughs> Just in time. Just when they pull me back in. So, yes, we got Mott's back in it for the, uh, the, the send-off. But before we get into all of that fun stuff, we do have a, a, a news story to jump to. And that is mm-hmm. that we, <laughs> five years in the making, now have <laughs> folders on our Switch. Switch update 14.0 adds what Nintendo calls groups, which I guess they are, they function slightly different than what we would consider folders, I guess. And groups are... Uh, you basically can take all of your digital software that you have on your Switch and put them in a group, which doesn't, it's weird the way they are working because in my mind, folders or I guess groups or whatever, you would take that one copy of that thing and put it in the folder. Groups allows you to take Mm. that copy of that thing and put it in multiple folders. So I could have a Nintendo Mm. folder and a Pokemon folder and a whatever folder and have one game in all of those and it's not just like that's it. I, you know, you don't have to just pick one spot for it. So now we have it. We have groups. So I wanted to, I jumped right in because it's something I've been wanting for a while. I have many digital games on my Switch. And I was like, yes, I need a way to organize this. And it's, it's sort of a, a glorified sorting system, really. Just, you know, it does make it a little bit easier. I wish we could pin uh, folders. To our home screen, which is a down, yeah. it's a bummer. We don't have that functionality. You have to go to the all software page. And then when you're in the all software page, you go to your groups page from there. Uh, but I've already started sorting all of my stuff. Have you guys started using groups? No. Okay. Well, there you have it. <laughs> so, 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 so this is the problem when I don't join the podcast for a year and a half, we forget, forget how, how, who goes when. Um, so I, I, I jumped it all in this as well, because I believe and personally think that this groups, you know, you describe groups versus folders much, much better, right? You think of a folder on your desktop, right? Um, the groups is really fantastic because it does enable you to come up with some creativeness mm-hmm. by being able to put similar games or, or the same game in multiple folders. And additionally, if it is a physical copy, you can still put that, the icon mm-hmm. that's on there, you know, in a folder. So for example, I have a, uh, to finish game, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. folder, like, you know, my Zelda, which I still have <laughs> finished, uh, and Pokemon and Wolfenstein. But then I also have, uh, you know, a Nintendo bucket, a Mario bucket and like a doom bucket with all the things on it. And I also have one for, you know, couch co-op with, nice. with Heather. So that's that's pretty nice in general. But I agree. I think the main problem I have with it is it's too many button clicks to yeah. get to it. Yeah. Because you got to swipe it. all the way over, hit the button, hit mm-hmm. the button. But beyond that, I'm glad it exists. Yeah. I, I, just, I just put my folders together this morning. I didn't jump on it right away. But I made a folder for all the demos I have because that's about half that's of the one. downloaded software I have right now. I like the idea of having a co-op folder, though. Yeah, that's because, a nice idea. Yeah, for when me and my sister decide we want to play games, it'd mm-hmm. be just easier to like go to that instead of looking through my whole game library. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I have a need to finish, much much like Mots does. I and I have a bunch of games in there that are, you know, whatever. They're they're something I started. Maybe I fell off, or I just you know didn't ultimately love. So I just kind of got away from it. I have an ongoing 
group, which is like Ooh, a Fortnite nice. and a Stardew Valley and just something where Animal mm-hmm. Crossing, where you're never really done. Mm. So I don't want to put it in a finished folder and I don't want to put it in like a need to finish folder. So it's just this, it's just like this ongoing thing. It's I'll peek in, peek in once in a while and jump on them. I have a finished folder, which is probably the smallest of all of my folders because I just can't finish a game ever. But then I broke down my uh, want to play games in a tier structure. So it's like, here's the first ones. Mm. These are ones I really want to play too. That's my tier two, tier tier three. And those are all to do sort of uh, folders. But I also really like the idea of the co-op folders. So I'm going to have to create one of those as well. But overall, I'm super happy with it. I just wish, and I know that it probably never happened, but then again, who knows? We, we probably thought we'd never get folders. Uh, I wish that the home screen was the only thing that was slightly more customizable in the sense that maybe not pin a folder to the home screen because that does it kind of defeats the purpose. But allow me to pin specific games to my home folder. You know, if I play a mm. demo, I don't need that on my home folder for like six months. Let me pin the four games that I actually want there. And just that's all. Just let me just keep them there. And then I can rotate them off to my finished folder when I'm when I'm done with them. And I, I don't know why they're so tightly like they got this this grip on the way things function in the switch. But it would be nice if we could just kind of customize our home screen and say, oh, these four or five games, I want to see them all yeah. the time. Their solution kind of feels like a Band-Aid. Like the the whole Switch UI could use a pretty decent overhaul. <laughs> yeah, it probably uh, could. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I kind of do like, like the simplicity, but... Yeah, it just kind of feels like they're like, all right, people want folders or groups or whatever. Well, here it is, but you're well, going to have to do some work to get to them. <laughs> people want folders, but we are Nintendo. We're not giving them what they want. We've got <laughs> not this make better it thing called groups. Groups <laughs> yeah, exactly. are the future, and you're going to love them. That's what yep, that's what they're going to want. Yeah, that's now, it. <laughs> before we go on to anything else, I, I just wonder, do you think themes will come then? Because, you know, that's the next thing everybody always wants is themes for the Wii U and the 3DS all have these fantastic themes. Are we going to see something like that ever on the Switch? Sure. <laughs> it doesn't sound very <laughs> I convincing. Mean, I didn't think the groups or whatever were ever going to happen, and they did. Yeah, me neither. So. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, they they could. Maybe next year we'll get some themes and stuff. I don't really care enough about them, so I'm like, eh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you really want them. No, I, I think themes to me are, are much less important than the groups were. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. being able to pin games. Yeah, if I can customize the home screen and organize my games, those to me, the organizing of the software is more important to me than the like music that people want and um, mm. you know, in the theme and the, that sort of aesthetic look to me, mm-hmm. the organizing side of it, because like I said, I have many games on there and I, if I can have the ability to sort of move them around and slide them around, I'd be, I'd be very happy. And yeah. I'm, I'm already very happy with what we've gotten from these groups. I think that's a big step in the, in the right direction. So about time. I think there's, I think there's like two things. Okay. So, uh, one, did y'all realize that when you create a group and add games, there's actually search capability in no. within it, like yeah. in within. So, so it, it actually, it, it doesn't say search. It's, it's, so it's, it says enter a key. It says en- search by keyword. Mm. 
<laughs> which again, that's just like uh, any word. If you, if, you, if you type in Doom, all of Doom comes yeah. up, right? So so inside, because you might have lots and lots of games, you're like, oh, let me just search for it and it'll come up. So I think that the next thing that they'll add before themes will be um, system-wide search, sure. right? Why isn't there just a search button on the... On, why isn't yeah, it exist? Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, yeah. so, uh, and then I do think themes will come. The real thing will be how, will they be able to monetize it? Because they did it on the 3DS back in the yeah. day, remember? You could like buy themes. Nintendo's really like, they're like, okay, things are slowing down. They're like, how do we get like 99 cents from yeah. everybody? Zelda. Yeah. I mean, boom. I feel yeah. like that on the eShop would be huge. And I don't even mm-hmm. honestly think oh, people huge. would care. They'd be like, what? Not a theme category Only on the eShop? I'll use my gold I, coins. People like- <laughs> would love that. Absolutely yeah. love it. I oh, yeah. do... I think what would be bad is if Nintendo tied it into the um, NSO plus tier of, of yeah. like their mm. online. I, you know, they that would, would get sketchy. That. I I think people would be like, what are you doing? But I love the idea <laughs> of it being an eShop section. You can go on there. There's all kinds of crazy themes people could be buying. I, I think that's a fantastic idea. It would be yeah. awesome. You know, I, even I, even I did not get NSO plus. Wow. Say what? I know you, you would have thought you're probably like discussing it on the podcast and I'm like, well, you know, we're not going to get this, but we definitely know Mott's did. Nope. <laughs> couldn't do I didn't it. do it. I didn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't oh, pull the trigger. Wow. Couldn't do well, it. I don't blame you. We both got <laughs> it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? Add me to the family plan. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was really close with the Mario Kart pack mm, because yeah. I think I'll just buy it. Because I'd like to yeah. own it, I mm-hmm. believe. That's the thing in general. That was my thing with Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. I yeah, just want to own it. I don't yeah. want it tied to my my NSO Plus. Yeah. I just bought it. Yeah, where it's different yeah. with like the 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 the, 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 you know, the Pac-Man 99 and the Tetris 99, where those are hmm. cool perks that I get. I would also just buy those, by the way, too, um, if yeah. they let me. Yeah. Uh, and then, or like get it for free or <laughs> buy it. But yeah, I'm a big fan of, of buying the stuff. So Nintendo, yeah. let me... Let me subscribe and then also give you more money by buying stuff. I feel yeah, like. let me own let me own things. it. Give us the option for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways. Well, with that little bit of catching up, shall we get into our fun finale shenanigans? Sure. Yeah. We got some listener questions. We have some highlights to talk about, some of our hopes and anticipations for what's mm. to come with Nintendo. So as far as listener questions go, I'll kind of lead through these. One of our listeners, I think I'm going to not pronounce his name right, but Mortem Reg- Regium? Regium? Huh? Maybe? Re- Regium. <laughs> Regium? Regium. 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 I like that. <laughs> um, they asked, is there any new gaming related projects <sighs> or streams happening? For us? Yeah, for us. Yep. Ooh. As for me, no. There's no more gaming streams happening uh at the moment uh we will be streaming on twitch that's about it yeah so i know that me and michael are going to continue streaming on the nintendo dispatch like twitch thing but like mots you have your own like coding stream that you do yeah i recently in the last uh six months moved away from twitch to youtube so i could stream other stuff to twitch if i wanted to but i think i would Mm -hmm. probably just go back to the nintendo dispatch one to like build that up and like dedicate yeah, sure. to it. And I've been streaming a lot less since moving to YouTube because I don't feel pressured to stream all the mm-hmm. time since I actually put out videos yeah. as Christina well well knows because she makes mm-hmm. awesome thumbnails mm-hmm. uh, for the channel uh, all the time. And uh, so that's been actually really delightful. But 
the only other thing I've been doing is I've been getting into um, these retro handheld console emulator devices. I just mm. picked up the Retroid Pocket 2 Plus, uh, which is really cool. And it can emulate like PSP and N64 and other games and things That's like cool. that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty hmm. neat. Um, and, and I have this like little tiny pow kitty v90 it's it looks like a game boy advance sp uh and it can do like you know gba games and stuff like that kind of on the go because i have a bunch of gba games but i don't have a gba device anymore i can't and they're really expensive mm-hmm. so kind mm-hmm. of just been tweaking with that but as far as actually like project projects my project is to to finish games which we'll talk about later but like yeah i want to yeah. play some <laughs> games i you know i love doing this podcast and streaming but it, it gets hard to actually sit down and enjoy the game sometimes yeah no absolutely yeah Yeah. we run into the same issue where it's like oh there's games we want to stream and then it's we stream them and then we want to just play them on our own because at least for me setting up the stream and getting everything going especially with my setup i mean it could die 15 minutes in and then i'm done (laughs) yeah (laughs) just because of the way things are set up so i've been finding it hard to uh, stick with a a game to stream. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. like this is only a streaming game because even even at at my best when I'm able to do it once a week, I I just want to play the game more than that. And it's yeah. so hard. I was doing that with Metroid Dread. I I played I streamed all of Metroid Dread, but there would be times when it would be a week, two weeks, and that game is so um, like muscle memory it's so important that you play it a lot. Otherwise the first half of the stream, I was just me dying over and over and over again because I was trying (laughs) to get back into where I was, you know, you die right or you save it right before you're about to do this big boss battle and then don't play it for two weeks. It's like, yeah, good luck. You ain't being this boss, this stream. You're just going to (laughs) watch me die 50 times in a row. So yeah, it is tough to, um, be able to keep one game for the stream. And what I started doing with that game of cards or a voice of cards was that I just played it off stream. It was just like, you know what? I'll jump in. It's more of like the stream is a check-in and you could see yeah. what it's just like showcasing a game as opposed to being able to just play mm. all of it. Yeah. You know, what's cool. You think about it, you think of this four year span is before we started this podcast, like one Christina wasn't a podcaster really was all that deep into Nintendo really. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. also like we yeah. weren't, we, we didn't ever stream games ever. I like we, you know, I, I had podcasts a lot. Michael no. and I podcast a long time back in the way, but we got this like cool setup going like, ho- you know, hosts and guests and then streaming and interacting and, uh, you know, animal cross, like all, you know, all, like I think that was like something special. Like that, like this was the project, like this, mm-hmm. this whole thing yeah. was the project over four years of, of getting the setup and, I think it was fun because y'all y'all have like Max and like working through all the hacks and all the weird problems oh and goodness, all yeah. this stuff. You know, Problem that, solving. Yep. That was fun. Uh, that yeah. was, that yeah. was frustrating and fun. Yeah, it absolutely was. And that's going to get to one of the highlights. I, and, I'll, and I'll mention one or two of them in specific, specifically once we get to that point. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That is, that's touching on one of the things I mentioned in my highlights. Exactly <laughs> that. It's funny. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then Mortem also asks about the Discord and whether or not we're going to keep that up. And we have... we 
completely uh, plan on keeping that running. And, and mm-hmm. you know, knowing that we are not doing the podcast anymore, knowing that, you know, Mats, Christine and I won't get together necessarily every week like we have been to discuss Nintendo and video games. Uh, it's a great place for us to still check in and say, hey, how what are, what's everybody playing this week and what's going on? And so yeah. we've already got a bunch of people in there that like to talk on the regular. So we wanted to keep that going and maybe it will continue to build itself up organically or maybe it won't. But it's a nice place mm-hmm. to kind of go in and just sort of chit chat with like minded people about games. You know, when I was um, uh, living in Arizona, there was a bunch of people that I would always talk about games and, and stuff like that with. But now being back here, that's not it's me and Christina locally that mm-hmm. really kind of talk about it. There's nobody else. So it's a way for me to kind of still talk to like minded people about that kind of stuff. And I think I think it's nice to have. So yeah, we we plan on keeping that and we'll keep announcing when we're streaming and, and stuff like that on there. Yeah. And I think too, like whatever ends up happening with like the Twitch account, you know, we have discussed, you know, the possibility of not just solely streaming Switch games, but, you know, I have an Xbox and we have PC games that we like playing yeah. too. So we're kind of um, going to like reassess that and kind of see what the future has in hold for the streaming part of things. And then Potentially, the Discord will be linked with that. Same with yeah. Twitter and whatever. It's just going to kind of go through a, a shakeup a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We've so. talked about the potential for, like you said, Christina, rebranding and, and sort of mm-hmm. blowing it out so that we can incorporate other Not platforms. Not limiting ourselves so much. Yeah. <laughs> because there's, yeah. I, like... I've been playing Tunic and man, oh man, I wish I could stream it. It is such uh, a wonderful, it looks wonderful so good. game. <laughs> I, if you have Game Pass, you need to be playing Tunic. It is yeah. fantastic. And it will be on Nintendo. There is no, there's no doubt it in my mind be. that it it'll, won't be on uh, on yeah. Switch at some point. But mm-hmm. as of right now, you if you have Game Pass, you need to be playing Tunic. It's fantastic. It is so good. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, very good. Well, let's move on to our next question. Ocarina Holder 52 asked us, uh, what are your guys' favorite Nintendo franchises? I only have one that I really, really like. So okay. I'll go first. I Zelda. That's that's the only like Nintendo one that I've really Okay. I connected mean that's to. yeah. That's not a bad one to have. So yeah. I mean I like <laughs> I, I like that's a, a great choice. <laughs> not like not like I hate, like I still I do like the stuff I've been seeing from Metroid some Pokemon stuff I've really liked, but they haven't captured my heart the same way Zelda did, especially uh-huh. with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So that's like my top for sure. No. And you you came into Nintendo and Zelda at, probably, at the same time. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is you you got into Zelda at probably the height of Zelda. Like peak, peak Zelda. Yeah. The peak well, I played- best Zelda ever. And you're playing you <laughs> this is like, oh yeah, no, Zelda's really good. You're like, you what? This is not this is the best Zelda that ever came out. And it's just like you got so I, got lucky. I don't want to say lucky, <laughs> but it was just like, man, what a time to become a fan yeah. of Zelda yeah. is at this game that's just so and then, wonderful. And then they remade the second best Zelda ever made. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, so you're having a very good uh, run when it yeah. comes yeah. to Zelda, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> don't have much to complain about with, with Zelda. So No, no. But yeah. I, so I'm, I'm right there with you. Zelda is definitely, I had uh, three, Metroid, Zelda, and Pokemon. All of mm. them are very important in different ways pokemon is sort of falling off a little bit Mm -hmm. i do have uh pokemon legends that i want to get into and i'm excited very like i've said in the last couple of episodes i think i am the most excited i've been for a pokemon in many years for the new announced announced gen 
Yeah, I'm mm, super excited yeah. for where what what they're promising on. You know, we obviously know very little, but from what we do know, I am extremely excited for those. But Metroid, man, Dread really just got me back with Metroid. The the music and everything about mm. the, the animation style and the character. Samus herself is just such an amazing character. And I just want more Metroid. I just love the 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 grittiness of it. I like the action and the adventure of it. And I want to see that. I want to see that IP just even more blown out. And I know it's not one of their their most popular, unfortunately, and so we don't really get to see a lot. But when Prime comes around, uh, especially for you, Christine, I think it would be awesome if you played and maybe even streamed some Prime because I think mm. that would be like your uh, Zelda Tomb Breath Raider? of the Wild. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm saying like, <laughs> like in, my, in, my Tomb Raider for the Switch. No. <laughs> well, I'm saying like if you if you were to play the first Zelda, you'd be like, oh yeah, I can see why people like this. Kind of like mm-hmm. a 2D Metroid. But when mm-hmm. you get to Prime level, that's like people playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. It was one of those games where it was just like, wow, this is a totally different way of playing Metroid. And yeah. so I think that would, it, it's just such a fantastic game. So um, three three great IPs. It's hard to go wrong. Mm. What yeah. about you, Mats? <laughs> you know, I love everything that Nintendo makes. So it's hard for me to, you know, put put things on this list. You know, I'm, I'm definitely a very traditional side-scrolling Mario fan. I mean, that's where mm-hmm. I started really in my video game adventures. And I really enjoy what, what Nintendo does with all of those. Like, you know, I think super Mario three is like the pinnacle of, of games that I enjoyed as a child. And I, you know, continue to go back to that game. Like if I'm going to pick a classic Mario game to go back to, I'm going to pick that. But, you know, I think that mm-hmm. games that have caught me in the most recent generations, I'll start like probably the oldest one, backwards would be advanced wars and i know like you know the they definitely delayed the the reboot but that was the first game and the reason i bought a game boy advance and those games in that era similar to like golden sun and a few other ones are like these very pinnacle unique star shines uh and fire emblem as well like those were like very unique games on on it where those those didn't really change that dramatically compared to like Fire Emblem really evolved into many, many ways compared to Advance Wars. So that to me was special. I think then, you know, both Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart have this, you know, this age old classic timeless uh, memories that, that serve for me, like me playing Mario Kart with every single one of my friends from like ever, every generation from when I was a kid up to more recently playing with our buddy Luke and his kids online mm-hmm. with Mario Kart 8. Like it's just a great series that I am so in love with. And then Smash Brothers, like that's the pinnacle of how I met so many amazing friends in high school and college mm-hmm. was My goodness. college, Smash, especially Smash when we're <laughs> sitting around the console at yeah. uh, UAT and crazy this pinnacle and and just those those memories to me are, are just really important why i really love when those come out and those are don't come out that often and, and the same thing is true with metro like you're saying right these are games that don't come out that often and i've really enjoyed the revival of metroid um especially on on the handheld scene but in the 2d space a lot and prime is this is a super special thing that really to me set a lot of uh, a lot of just really unique aspects to, to video games, uh, where I just thought was this great, really got me into the exploration compared to just mm-hmm. a traditional first person mm-hmm. shooter. 
So to me, that was something that was also unique. And just, just, you know, you said Samus herself, right. Is just this, this all rock star that, you know, is just amazing character that has so much more to develop. Right. And that's the, of all the franchises, I really look at what Nintendo could do with Metroid and Samus for the story arc down the road. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially as Nintendo progresses into other avenues of entertainment, like movies, a Metroid movie, you know, and I know that they run into the similar issue as with uh, Link from Zelda, where the main character doesn't speak that much, but it's not necessary that she doesn't speak. That just happens to be the way it is in the games and in other games, there are moments where she's speaking. It was just a choice by Nintendo, but I don't think anybody would be like, how weird it is Zelda or uh, <laughs> Samus is speaking in this movie. I think mm-hmm. it would be fine. Nobody would care, but you could have these amazing uh, set pieces or, you know, you could have this, this game that pushes the Metroid genre into a more dead space sort of feel yeah. where it is genuinely, mm-hmm. you know, the, the adrenaline's pumping and there's the fear of being in these tight corridors with these monsters and you against the world sort of mentality. And there's just so much they could do with it. And the second, like you said, these those games, the Smash Brothers and the Mario Karts and the Metroids, they're ingrained in us in such a way where the second I would hear the game boot up in Metroid and the music, I was I was transported back because it's like, wow, you you were able to update this, <laughs> but it felt like 20 years ago. It felt like when I played the first Metroid game or the Super Metroid or, you know, mm. Prime, they just bring you back. And that's the power that Nintendo has with these IPs. And so when I saw that Metroid Dread is doing well, it just makes me more excited because it's like, where where are they going to push this? Hopefully they don't yeah. let that momentum die off and yeah. just keep going with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next question they asked were, what are some of your top favorite games? So I, I, for me, I took that as just like games that you can play on the Switch. Mm-hmm. That's what so, I. That's what I thought too. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's how I was yeah. Okay. So for me, it was Zelda: Breath of the Wild, of course. And as I was going back through my Switch, I remembered how much I loved uh, Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to go back and replay it. <laughs> did you finish it? I didn't even. You already finished. I think that I one? did. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm pretty nice. sure I did. Yeah, it was nice. a while ago, so I don't really remember. But um. I, I do want to go back and replay it just because the dungeons were so cute. And then seeing like that was my first kind of exposure to like what an older yeah like Zelda game was like with the dungeons and how they're set up. And so that to me, like I really, really liked that. So I don't know. I yeah. probably would like the older Zelda games. But Absolutely. yeah, Link's Awakening was great. And then, of course, because I played them like three times now, <laughs> all of the Bioshock games. <laughs> Um, I still don't I don't think that probably this switch was the best place to play them, but I still enjoyed them. I don't know. The ports looked like they were really, really well done. So they I looked mean, good. Yeah. But they crashed on me once or twice. Uh, like yeah. they had some weird like little things here and there. But I mean, they're also at least the the first and second one. They were older games, so they had their issues. But uh, just such great games. And I was mm-hmm. even telling Michael, I think I mentioned on the podcast, I want to go back and play them again now. <laughs> especially since they've announced like a Bioshock movie and that they're working on the next game. And it's just, Oh, it's so exciting. Mm -hmm. So exciting. Um, And then of course, Stardew Valley, because that's like part of me now. Yes. Um, (laughs) I still need to check my hour count. I'm definitely like, it's pretty high up there. And then 
I was trying to think of other like indie games that besides Stardew Valley that I've gone back and played a lot and Wingspan. Every mm. once in a while, I just see Wingspan and I'd always jump into it because it's such a calming like you play one game and that's it. It's like you can do one and done. You can play online. You can play with a friend. It's yeah, it's just that's such, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like Tharsis, but like Wingspan won over Tharsis because Wingspan, you can be like shorter games, which I liked. Tharsis and- is like once you're in, you have to commit. And I feel like there is a an ending where Wingspan you could you could play the game just but you're playing the same game over and over. Tharsis, I did you like you had more luck yeah. with it than I did as far as finishing it. Did you once you finish it a few times? I feel like you That's kind it. of know what you're trying to get at. You know, there's a story. There's some sort yeah. of narrative. Wingspan is just a fantastic digital board game. And it's Wingspan's you know, cool too because it's like you can actually hone your strategy and refine yeah. like how you play as you go. It obviously does depend on how lucky you get with the cards you draw, but you can still do pretty well if you kind of like plan it out in the beginning, even if you have kind of like crummy cards. But yeah, that's it's just such a well designed. I really want the physical version of that game too. Yeah, it was funny that you mentioned that. I was at the bookstore today and I saw mm-hmm. a couple, they were holding it up and they were looking at it and they're like, oh, look at these are cute eggs and this, and they're talking about Wingspan. And um, I said, oh, that's a really good game. You guys should. I would that. have yelled at them, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Just get it. Yeah, no, it, it, and it is, it is a fantastic game. Uh, I think that the way they did it with a digital version of it is is they, a learning they nailed it. And I, I almost think yeah. maybe more enjoyable being digital because I love the the added aspect of the birds and the music. And like, I really mm. like all that stuff. So, I mean, obviously, physically, you don't get that. So yeah. this seems like one of those rare games that, you know, the the digital component of it, the digital version of it is maybe even better. I don't know. I, I really mm. do like hearing each bird and you know, there's birds that now is- that I hear in my backyard that I can say, oh, that's a blue jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's funny because I appeared in the game. When I was like really deep into the game and like playing it every single night, I think I went on a hike with Becca or something and I heard this bird call and I was like, oh, that sounds like a blank. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. how did I know that? <laughs> yeah, that's a red chested like, wobbler. Sub- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> Those warblers. <laughs> yeah. 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 But. Yeah, it's just like you learn without even actually realizing it, which that's like great. That's a really, really good one, especially for like an indie game. But yeah, and I'm sure there's others that I'm just not thinking of right now. But those were like the top ones that at least are currently downloaded on my Switch that I was going through. So, well, I have uh, I'm with you on the Stardew Valley. That's definitely Mm. on my list. The Witcher. (laughs) I mean, I have to mention the Witcher. It's a fantastic game. And I will say that. While you can probably play it on Xbox, you play it on PlayStation, play it on computer, whatever, with better graphics and stuff. The 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 switch port of it is nothing short of magical on how well it works and runs and <laughs> looks. And the fact that the game you could very easily get anywhere between three and four hundred hours. I think playing it on the go is pretty important. At least for me, I would have never been able to get through The Witcher if I didn't have it on my Switch. And so I was. I was worried at first because I knew it was a game I was going to love and I wanted to make sure I made the right choice and played it on a platform that allowed me to really get the most out of it. 
And once I started, I never looked back. I was exact. I was happy. I played it where I played it. Uh, so if you are somebody that's still on the fence about playing The Witcher on any platform, you should pull the trigger because it's it's a fantastic game. And they just announced that there's going to be a, another saga yeah, of The I Witcher was, games continuing. So I was just going to stop you and be like, and they just announced the next games. They're working yeah, I know. on them. <laughs> Which we'll probably see in about seven years. So you have plenty yeah. of time to play through The Witcher. <laughs> it's almost how long it took me to beat The Witcher 3. So if you start now, Perfect. you should be good. Yeah, you should be good. <laughs> Uh, Breath of the Wild, obviously, Metroid Dread is a huge one. Uh, Civilization Six, it might be a bit of a surprise, but I really love that game, and I love it on the Switch. I play it on Steam, and I play it on the Switch, and I, it's one that I constantly go back to. It's in my ongoing group, as I mentioned earlier, uh, and I just will pick it up, and I'll play. And it's funny. I thought I was doing really good with this game. You know, Some of my games, Fortnite has like 200, 300, 400 hours, something like that. Witcher has a ton of hours. My cousin Josh has over 1,000 hours in civilization six oh all alone, alone. Like, i looked at his thing the other day and it was somewhere around like 1200 hours i think uh he plays a lot of civ six but it is a fantastic game it's a fantastic port it plays very very well so if you're a fan of those kinds of games switch is a great place for it and then the last one is the indie darling steam world dig one and two they are so good uh i can't i can't say it enough they're fantastic games so check those out nice it's kind of funny because you know, I was thinking about this list and it is a little bit different than I would think, because to me, I would think that it's the games that I played the most would probably be the ones that are like my favorite games. Like, you know, your Witcher three, mm. right. You've played for like ever. And, but, and you know, we've played, I played Paladins and I played Fortnite forever. I played animal crossing forever. Like animal crossing is not like on any of our lists, which is super weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yet I've played those the most, but I think the ones that I had the most fun with similar to your Witcher experience was actually doom where mm. I was amazed on how it performed and how it ran and how much joy I got out of that game on my Nintendo switch. Uh, I also will say I kind of go back to like the very beginning with games such as Celeste, which I think mm-hmm. is one of my favorite games of all time, just absolutely magical. It really felt just like this magical indie game in the beginning. Same with Lightfall. That was one of my favorite games, mm. platformers as well. Um, because of y'all, Firewatch, I've now beaten twice. Uh, oh, wow. With, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. That, that was one that I played by myself, but then also I played it again with Heather Couch Co-op where she mm. she made the decisions in the game through oh, the story. That's cool. That's, yeah. cool. that's nice. Uh, and and that was quite fun. Um I I I beat Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, fantastic game. Um I didn't get the expansion, but it's still a fantastic game. Breath mm. of the Wild, still need to beat Mario Kart, Splatoon 2, and then probably the thing that I love about my Switch so much is the opportunities to like take it on the go, like y'all are saying, right? I've had these very magical moments of like playing Breath of the Wild at airports or like on a bus or all these different places. But then also because of the community around the Switch that really creates unique things, it really transformed my Switch into different devices and specifically a pinball machine. So mm-hmm. Zen Pinball FX3 with the 3D printed pinball setup that I have um, from this guy in Japan, Far East Pinball, he, you know, he created this thing that I could just slide my switch into and I have an instant, you know, setup there. And that that's something that I think is, you can get it anywhere, right? I have, you can get pinball on every single thing and all the things, but this is the one that I absolutely play the most because 
can slide it in there and I have real switches and toggles and it's absolutely delightful. So that's awesome. so many good games. So many good games. Mm. Firewatch. So good. <laughs> so I was good. trying to, I was trying to, cause I've been doing the, the fire tower challenge where you like hike and go up to all the fire towers in the Adirondacks. Mm. And I was trying to explain firewatch to Becca and I didn't do a very good job explaining it. <laughs> so I need to like send her the ad for it. So she'll play it. But it's, yeah, it's such a, just a, a very moving game. Yeah. Yeah. Another question that came up was, if given the theoretical opportunity, would you guys be a guest in any other Nintendo slash gaming pods if offered? Sure, I would. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? If I don't have to do the show notes, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if sure. the schedule allows, I'm down. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like, I, why wouldn't I want to get together with people and talk about games and stuff? It's fun. I'm in. Well, that brings us into our highlight section. And we did have one person share a highlight with us, or rather a few of their uh, highlights from their time listening to the podcast. Stav popped in and said, um, I think one of my highlights would be the great super Destronaut war of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I always found the more critical reviews to be hilarious, namely Jenny Lee Clue, <laughs> Twitch, <laughs> and then Under the Janky Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Which was because I still have the demo or something for Under the Jolly Roger on my Switch. So when I saw that, it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, and I think I and I can't remember did did because I know I played that one, and I I don't know if I don't remember. I remember the t- conversations about Under the Jolly Roger, and I remember playing it and thinking how crappy it was. But I didn't know if you played it or I played it or if when the review was. And I tried to go back through our podcast because I was going to look, I was going to find clips of it, but. Uh, either way, yeah, that one was a that was a a turd. That, yeah, I definitely one. remember we were just chatting and you were like more like under the janky Roger, and of course we <laughs> laughed. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. And yeah, Super, the Jenny uh, Clue Jenny yeah. Clue review. I remember there are quite a few people that are like that. That was funny because <laughs> I was so salty about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And the yeah. Super Destronaut was amazing. Uh, that went back. I remember and forth. listening to that. It was just fo- <laughs> so funny because that was just such a. It's such like a simple game. You wouldn't even think that it would do yeah. any. You know what I mean? Nobody buys that thinking, oh, my goodness, we're going to have this back and forth battle for like months on end. And, and it ended up being just such a wonderful experience in general. So, yeah, that was that's some great, some great uh, highlights there. Definitely. You, you know, I booted that up recently and we're still like top like 20 or 30 or something <laughs> oh, wow, like that. That's awesome. That's I wanted to let you, because I, I was resetting up my Switch and when I got the OLED, I was like, I'm definitely going to get in this one. And I I tried to play and I was absolutely terrible at it. But I was like, I'm going to see where we're at. And sure enough, rusty. we're just like, we're still up there. So Wow, that is awesome. That's funny. Jeez, how People, long has that been? Like it's been years two years. Now. Yeah, 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 it's been yeah. a couple years. That's it was funny. before I started doing the podcast because I remember I would like listen to you guys. Like I can vividly remember on one of my drives back home, like, where you guys were talking about i can like visualize it (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well i'm sure we have our own personal highlights so uh some of mine were of course those more salty episodes where you know michael hated something and was very passionately angry about it or same with me like i just Mm -hmm. i just remember it was just such a it was almost like therapy being able to come on here and complain or or hate something that nintendo did (laughs) 
<laughs> I like it when it's either like, though. I, I like when it's so yeah, passionate yeah. that you're like screaming it from a mountaintop or when yeah. it's so, when you're just like, what is this garbage? I like that because it's, I, you know, when you get, when you get the news and you see some stuff and you're with the games that you're playing and it's all sort of just middle of the road and just sort of meh, it's kind of mm, like, yeah. oh man, that's kind of a bummer. But when you have something you really can scream about and say, yes, this is either great or terrible. I feel like that. And then people that are listening want to scream as well. They're probably listening and saying, no, you're crazy. Or, you know, that's when I really enjoyed it. When there was those hot takes that you got out there and you could really kind of tear things apart or say, this is the best game ever ever played. (laughs) Whenever we would end an episode with a hot take. Yeah, that was fun. fun. Um, And then my next highlight was when Eric, thank you, Eric, got each of us a copy of Super Mario 3D World. Super mm-hmm. unexpected, but we had some really funny streaming moments when me and you played the um, co-op or multiplayer or whatever. Yeah, that was a good one. That was We have some good clips from that. Yeah, thank you so <laughs> yeah. much. That's on one of my highlights as well. Yeah. Random act of kindness from Eric getting us yeah. Super Mario 3D World. and Thank you. Yeah, we don't we don't really make any money from doing this. Any money we do make from streaming goes right back into like layouts and themes. So that was just such a It was just cool. It's just yeah, like just knowing that like somebody values what we were doing so much that they decided to like fork out that much money to like buy us something. It was really, really sweet. Yeah. Um and he's I mean, Eric's been an awesome supporter since the beginning, especially on Twitch. So thank you so much, Eric. Yeah. And then just like overall, like general highlights would be just learning how the streaming works and figuring that out and figuring out the layouts. I get really stressed out about that stuff, but like when we would finally get it to work, <laughs> it's so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just like learning. I mean, cause I, I don't think it was until like recently that we had like a nice template, like a fully thought through template for the show notes and stuff like that. So just kind of figuring that out. It's a process. Yeah, um, well, and it's a an so, it's ongoing process. Yeah, so things it's an ongoing process. Things constantly are getting reworked yeah. and changed, and yeah, it's been a good learning experience. Those were my major highlights. Yeah, those were good ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Super Mario 3D definitely one of mine. Chat get, getting to chat with uh, any listeners or anybody during our streams was always a fun one for me. That's a highlight that I had to add on there. Uh, I really enjoyed you know people that would listen to the podcast and then they would jump in while we were streaming and be able to chit chat with us and oh what you what you think of this or that was funny I heard that segment or something you know and. I, I really like that, that you actually mm-hmm. got to have a one-on-one, almost like you were there with the person having a conversation. Then, yeah. as Moss was mentioning before, I really enjoyed when we were stre- live streaming to uh, Twitch while recording the podcast. I always mm-hmm. thought that was fun. Technically, there was just so many funny moments. I I remember laughing so hard. And we I think we still have it on our YouTube, uh, the clip where my, the camera just recently like randomly freaked out. <laughs> And it was like cutting off just like my I eyeball. remember that. And it kept like zooming zooming in and zooming out. And we were just just laughing <laughs> the whole time. And those moments are that's what makes the stream in the podcast worth it because that was just hilarious. I remember I've watched it just recently again, <laughs> laughing because it's just it's just funny that Mots would be laughing and then I'm laughing about it and you know, talking about little catasophaguses and all that kind of stuff always oh gets gosh. us going. And um, <laughs> those are those are the great things about it. Those are one hundred percent, you know, the the highlights and uh, and also having a reason 
to check Nintendo news every week, you know, and mm. check the games coming out every week. And, and I do that. And <laughs> I mean, now it's been four some years of doing this anyway. So it, it's a habit now, but it's also nice to be excited for things, you know, especially the way it's been the last couple of years. It's nice to have something to look forward to where you can just say, Oh yeah, what games coming out this week? And every week, it was almost guaranteed we had a check almost every week we had some game we had interest in at the minimum and in some weeks we had multiple games where we were like yeah i gotta get this one and that's a great thing there's not a lot when i go back in time and i think about all the consoles i played on there's not a lot of times that i can think of where i had a game i wanted or was interested in every month, let alone almost every single week. So being able to go and look at the news and get excited about things. And I mean, people are freaking out over groups that took five years. So there's, <laughs> it doesn't take a lot this day and age to get people just to be yeah. happy about something, you know, because you need it. We need the good news. We need those good vibes once in a while. And it's nice to be able to check in and see this kind of stuff and be able to get excited about it. Yeah, I, I definitely think that this podcast made me play more games and buy more games mm-hmm. and be more in tune with the industry and what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely remember the Super Destro Not War of, of, of 2018 as well. I think that was magical. I think one of my favorite moments was when we did Animal Crossing live. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was all of us together. That was amazing. You know, behind the scenes, you know, as I was developing this app and we we're doing turnups and we're doing stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot of people didn't know like we're, we're texting each other every single day and that wouldn't happen if we didn't do the podcast or these side effects, Mm. um, just of the podcast happening. I think, you know, there's really two other magical moments. One is like we started it and yeah, I think that that's a highlight for me because, you know, having been so far away from, really important people in my life, podcasting has been a way that I get to connect with them, right? Whether Mm -hmm. I do a podcast with y'all, if I do it with Frank every week, when I was doing it with Danny, uh, all these different podcasts that I've done over the years, it's, it's really a way to, to, to reconnect and, and have a fun time. Like as if we're hanging out, even though we're halfway across America, you know, Mm-hmm. And I think the other part, which was a really, you know, memorable moment for me was when Christina joined, because mm-hmm. I think that she brought this really, it, and did and still does, brings this really unique perspective. And it was yet another great relationship that, and friend that I found in life, like from this podcast, hey. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, more like I always knew Christina, but it was only through Cinder, right? Mm-hmm. Eyes mostly comparatively. And, um, this is great because I had yet another person in my life, especially going through COVID era that, um, was someone that, you know, I could, you could, come could have visit great my conversations island. with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, funnily enough, like we were just talking before the podcast, we were talking about dogs and I had to fill Michael in on my dog and my situation, even though Christina already knew, you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> sure, yeah. it's cool because yeah. like her and I talk, you know, on more cadences about different things now. Uh, but, you know, it's the thing I miss uh, having left. I think the low light was that I decided to to take a step back. Um, so I miss those those moments and those opportunities. But yeah. um, it's cool to come back for this this last one. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I think definitely those are all all amazing. I mean, 
like you were just mentioning animal crossing thing is such a great point and then and it's easy to shrug it off because it feels like forever ago but when animal crossing came out what a crazy time to not only have the podcast but to be streaming during the middle like the start of a pandemic nobody knows what's going on and we have this one little safe nugget of an island we can all go to and just be picking weeds and stuff and <laughs> yeah. selling turnips. I just got goosebumps you know I mean? by it that like, like kind of description of it because you don't really, I, you don't think much of it at the time, but looking back, it was such a, a thing. Like it was an amazing moment. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. honestly, it's one of those very few amazing moments in gaming, and we got to all experience it together on yeah. and off the podcast. I mean, w- there would be a lot of times we would be texting each other, like you said, Mots for the for the app, and we're talking about turnip. Price. That we don't who who in their right mind would see so be like, oh yeah, dear diary, this is what happened. And our <laughs> grandkids would be reading. I'd be like, what was going on with? <laughs> You know, and it's just like those are really precious moments that, you know, alongside a a thing like a Pokemon Go when it first launched, Mm -hmm. those are huge moments in gaming history that are just going to be standouts for people. And Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, Animal Crossing has fallen off now and not a lot of people probably, I know myself included, don't really play it. But man, what a what a time a couple of years ago that we were all in in this moment together. It's very, very cool. Yeah. I remember, too, like starting the that like just joining in on the podcast and like I was so like I st- even now I'm still pretty lost <laughs> and confused about 90% of the time but like I've learned so much about just the industry and Nintendo in itself because before this the, my only exposure was the Nintendo 64 Mario Kart and that was it mm-hmm. so like I came in totally fresh-faced now my face is very wrinkly and saggy and stressed but <laughs> but that's that that was a huge selling feature though yeah. to have somebody that is is knows nothing about nintendo i mean I how many nintendo podcasts yeah <laughs> but yeah but that's that's it's a funny thing to think of that you have a nintendo podcast with a host that doesn't know anything, anything about nintendo <laughs> but it's a great way to say because there's a lot of people that don't know games you know yeah. and maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's a way for them to introduce somebody else and if mots and i are talking about games and you know maybe there's a listener that's really into it but maybe their partner doesn't know games you can be there to kind of fill that void i yeah. mean look mm-hmm. at build uh, the bridge. girlfriend reviews mm-hmm. Girl, girl, girlfriend reviews is a perfect example of yeah. that that's exactly what made them popular so i mean the fact that you came in not knowing anything was was a breath of fresh air yeah. it, was, it was a nice thing to have and someone in discord i i don't have discord open at the moment so i can't check i don't remember who said it but they mentioned that they just started listening the last year and didn't know much about nintendo so it was nice to have this kind of resource that they could go to every week and that's kind of how yeah. i felt kind of being a part of it is every week I would just have to like go through the news and like read about things. And like, before I wouldn't have done this otherwise, no way. Of course not. Yeah. So yeah. Well, thanks for letting me join in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As far as like your hopes or anticipations for Nintendo, what kind of things um, jump in your brains? What kind of things stand out to you guys? Mm, I think for me, you know, there's a few things that I hope that they do, uh, which is, you know, keep the constant stream of games going. You know, I think that sure. even though the Switch is five five years old at this point, you know, I think there's still like a very long life ahead of it still. You know, with the OLED, you look at things like the Steam Deck coming out mm-hmm. and some fierce competition there. But, you know, it is such a unique little console that I think is just a great form factor and you know, the games that they produce on it are just really spectacular. I mean, the things that I'm really hoping and anticipating for are one advanced wars that it gets released someday in the future, you mm-hmm. know, when 
we're not at war. That would mm-hmm. be ideal. Uh, Metroid Prime 4, remember that game? Remember that was a game? That's a game. That's a, game. That's a thing it's maybe a- happening. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a logo. We've seen a logo. Yeah. Uh, I think the thing that I'm really, really looking forward to is, you know, more Nintendo doing really thoughtful experiments with their brand. So mm-hmm. the movies as an opportunity to not mm-hmm. mess up again in other brands beyond Mario and Pokemon. But to me, I'm really, really excited for my biggest anticipation is to go to a Super Nintendo world in person, whether that's in Japan or whenever it opens in the States. I think to me, that's like the pinnacle of completion of my child, like completion of my childhood and happiness and everything that I could ever imagine mm-hmm. is walking into the Magic Kingdom. It I all think leads I up might, to that. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah. 35 years. No, you know, it, it's true, though. You know, I mm-hmm. think about it is. I think to me that is I never thought they would have would have done it, you know, and created this amazing, you know, world that you can walk into. And and to me, that is something that mm-hmm. I, I think I'm really, really looking forward to. Yeah. Well, you'll be you'll be happy. I mean, Super Nintendo World's supposed to be done 2023 in Hollywood. Hollywood one, so yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Hollywood one. Hollywood one is supposed to be ready. done before the one in Orlando now. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Pretty wild. Kind of crazy A little weird. What about you, Christina? <laughs> what uh, what are you hoping for? Well, along with Mats, I'm I am kind of looking forward to the movies, like the more entertainment stuff that Nintendo seems to be focusing on. I mean, it could be bad, it could be really good, but either way, I'm looking forward to whatever it is. Um uh and then as far as like short term stuff, like of course the games, like Breath of the Wild 2, a lot of stuff is coming out this year, like Bayonetta 3. I am looking forward to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, yeah, it, it just like big, big names for games that that's going to be coming mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to. As far as anticipation, like obviously the next Bioshock game is going to happen at some point. I doubt it's going to make it to the Switch, but I'll be playing it no matter what it's on because I've sure. just like those games have just captured me in a way. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then um, I'm really hoping that... Um, Tomb Raider does make its way to the Switch at some point. Other Tomb Raider games, whether they're the older ones or maybe like remastered versions of the new ones at some point. I have no idea. Um, or even the ones they announced. I mean, any, any, the, those, uh, what was that bundle they had announced for Tomb Raider? I can't think it's of like it. It's like the mobile games. Like the yeah. Direct yeah. Direct those, those are coming at some point, but I want like an, like a yeah. mainline story game coming. Yeah. Which would be cool. And then, of course, the hardware like they need to address mm-hmm. it at some point otherwise those Tomb Raider games won't be able to come to the switch ever I think for me that's that's a main thing is is uh a hardware I yeah. I think that it's starting to have issues not I just see potential third-party developers running into problems with the existing hardware I think it's going to start to be a hindrance mm-hmm. more than it already um, is for some know, benefit yeah and I think that in in its you know if we're if we are saying that the switch is mid life cycle, uh, I could see that a hardware update comes out that continues for the next five years. You know, it's still a switch. And as far as I'm concerned, this form factor could be the form factor. This was I've said it many times. Yeah. This was the console of my dreams when I was a little kid. The idea, the concept of being able to play a game on my TV and then literally taking that device and going and play it somewhere else was mm-hmm. just it was a thing of dreams and now i actually have it um so i i i don't personally need them to ever leave this form factor i know yeah. that's not nintendo's yeah. way but i i feel like they could do a lot of 
um, you know, build into the dock other things that allow it to be more powerful when it's docked and vice mm-hmm. versa, maybe. But I, I'm, ex- I'm right where I want to be with this device. I just think for all of our sakes, it just needs to get updated because, like mm-hmm. anything else, our phones need updating. Any any device like this needs to kind of have a little bit more juice five years in you know and it's time it's time for them to kind of beef them up a little bit yeah and i want them to fix online and voice chat and all that stuff and that could be a hardware update if it needs more juice and more connectivity and i agree with you on the form factor because they don't need to try to you know compete with with sony and microsoft on that front of the the always connected console they are the they are the premier you know, on the go handheld that, that doubles as that yeah. too. And, you know, I will say this though, like I did recently bust out my uh, Nintendo Wii over mm. the holidays and rehooked it up and we played a lot of Wii sports, uh, Heather and I, and mm-hmm. I just absolutely, absolutely delightful because it was so different, right? It's so different. And just like the switch is just different enough where I can pick up and go and play anything like that. But I do think that, that there's, a world of possibility in this form factor, right? Because I don't think it needs to be bigger. I don't think it needs to be smaller. I think it, it yes, just, just, just feels right. Safe. It just it does feel right, you know. But I think there is. You're right. There's a lot of extra juice that they could uh, they could they could really do uh, when it mm-hmm. comes to games, but also just overall system, right? When you're browsing the eShop, it's pretty slow and slow yeah. and clunky, and it's yeah, been that it's way awful. for five years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, since day one, they've had that issue. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. They could fix that. That that again, just give me, give us some new, newer stuff. But you know, and and the important part there is they need to keep the form factor because I want full backwards compatibility. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If they could do that with similar chipsets and things like that, that's going to be a real win because I do not, we are not in the age and Nintendo needs to wake up. We're not in the age of buying every single one of our games. We did it. We did it this time. We did it this time. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do it again. Stop asking it of your consumers yeah. to do that. Stop asking customers, loyal customers, to buy things ten times. Yeah, uh, you know, I and it, we. It's funny because we were saying this back when we were reporting on the 3ds uh, in the Wii U. Wii both Wii and Wii U. Yeah, yeah. It, the 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 eShop's closing. I said what Nintendo needs to do is have a eShop one singular eShop, and that account is carried across everything. And the things you buy on that eShop are yours. You own those things. And the next device, whether it's the Switch 2 or some other thing, that eShop is always there. And eventually the eShop may be they're archived or whatever, but the device could, in theory, be able to have access to those. And then maybe they trickle them out or however they want to do it. But you don't need to buy things multiple times. You just shouldn't have to keep doing that for a a 20 year old game and i also think nintendo has not capitalized on the idea of selling okay so i'm looking at my left joystick or joy con right now sell me a left joy con with a d-pad make them separate (laughs) why you know i understand the concept between the joy cons and the fact that you slide them off you need to make it so that people can use them as controllers if you're playing with two people i get all of that you know how many times i have done that zero zero times i've played with the joy cons as two separate controllers so if i want to spend 30 bucks to buy a Joy-Con that goes on the left with a Mm. D-pad, a real D-pad. Why wouldn't you make that an option? I feel like there's a lot of people 
that would buy something like that. Or, you know, maybe they're more customizable or more color options. Mm. We've talked about it so many times that this is such a great little device that people will do carry around with them. And I could see there being so much room for customization and wanting to make it my own that they just kind of sleep on. Uh, uh, Just creating a left Joy-Con can't be that hard. Joy-Con Pro. Joy-Con Pro. Maybe they're saving it. Maybe they're saving it for the next one. Mm. Who knows? Get you that Joy-Con Pro. But again, there's so many things that they're doing right with this. I don't need a new a new form. I don't need Nintendo to get creative. I don't need to change the way we're gaming. This, You hit it. You got it. You found it. <laughs> next, let's talk about what games we have in our libraries that we will play someday but we just haven't gotten a chance to yet like what's in our backlog what are the top Everything. the top games in our backlog yet <laughs> rapid yeah. rapid fire rapid yeah. fire yeah yeah oh, let's rapid fire. fire it yeah uh let uh, me go first yeah okay. go for it so i started journey of the savage planet didn't jump back into it because the game crashed so i need to jump back into that and finish it uh, i have liberated i got the great perhaps when it was on sale because it was cool still haven't touched it <laughs> the gardens between that looks like a really neat puzzle game like time puzzle game. Need to play that one. Flood of Light, uh, Figment. I need to finish that before Figment 2 comes out. Um, Autumn Chef, which I played for quite a bit, but it got really tricky and I got frustrated. So I stopped. So I need to finish that. Hades, still haven't finished that. And Two Point Hospital. I want to go back and play that before like this next, the, before the campus one comes out. Cause mm. yeah, th- yeah, those are my main ones. Campus. Yeah, those are my main ones. Um, I'm sure there's more, but <laughs> those are the big ones. How about you, Mots? What do you got lurking in your closet over there? Ugh, uh, everything, like literally, <laughs> every game just you've ever started. Ev- every every <laughs> game that I have, every game in my drawer, every game that I've downloaded, all of them. No, it's very like I will say, my finish folder. It's not looking impressive. Um, uh, <laughs> Little light. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And, and 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 then if I was to create a bucket of, if I was to create a bucket of games I own that I've never started, like ever, like I've never even booted them up, that's probably the biggest bucket. And then, mm. and Aww. then the, then the, yeah, it's sad. And then there's the like I'm less than halfway through. That's an extremely large bucket. So there's not even games that I'm close to being done with, besides maybe breath of the wild so maybe another mm. 20 hours there <laughs> but uh, i know i got to the part where it, it's it's later on i think i have three of the four guardians done mm-hmm. but it's the area where you have to uh get dressed up as one of the the, the female warriors mm-hmm. yep and the desert? I, so i have no in the desert uh-huh. and i don't know what to do i don't know what to do and i'm like oh, lost and then yeah. i like gave up but I have the book. I have the book that should just walk me through, but I got lost. So I still need to finish Breath of the Wild before Breath of the You're Wild so 2 close. comes out. I promise. <laughs> I'm so close. Um, okay, Wargroove. I need to beat that before Advance mm-hmm. Wars comes out, so I guess I have time. Uh, Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Still haven't played it at all. Uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, which we got and is awesome, and I haven't even booted it up yet because I'm the worst. Um, Donut Country. Totally want to play that. Captain Toad. I think that'd be mm-hmm. a great multiplayer game for Heather and I. Mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler. You know, I'm never going to play it, but I totally <laughs> want to someday. Um, yeah. I Then Triangle Strategy. I try to play the demo and it's great, but it, you know, it's like play this for 85 billion hours. Never going to yeah, happen. Exactly. Um, yeah. Stardew Valley. Totally own it. You know, I've never played it. It's a great game. <gasps> uh, I know. All the Steam Worlds. I own them all. Haven't played any of them. 
And uh, Metroid Dread, still wrapped in uh, plastic. Oh, oh man. Oh so many good gosh. ones. You're committing yeah, crimes I, I over there. <laughs> I, I, I know. It's bad. It's no, bad. It's, That's just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, sure, yeah, oh. exactly. I, did, I didn't want to put other things on here that I haven't, haven't uh, put, finished. Yeah. Yeah. You've, been busy. You've been busy. It's okay. Uh, have I? <laughs> just agree with me. Otherwise, people might get mad. <laughs> no. I guess I've no. been busy. Yeah, yeah, you've been busy. I, right? I put... It's funny because you put a lot of the same ones. I I just left them right off because it's like Hollow Knight. I I just left it off. I, I yeah. I'm so close to being done with it. I'm like I, I don't. I can't even look at it. It's it's like the Wall of Shame type stuff. War Group, <laughs> same thing. Can't even look at it. Uh, it's funny with Breath of the Wild. I had gotten two Ganon, literally two Ganon, and let Christina have it, and she played it through until she was done. And I'm like, well, I guess I should finish this game now. Like literally Monster. 20 minutes of game left and I was done with the game. So it was, it took me two years, I think before I was able to finish it because it just, I, I don't know why I just <laughs> stopped playing it. I was just like, eh, you know, uh, so for me, the games that I want to play, these, these are basically unstarted games. I have so many that I just, I don't, they're the, the folder I don't look at. It's the fol- folder that shall not be named. I don't go in there. It's the <laughs> ones that I just, ha- I've started, but just let go. These are ones that I want to get to. Uh, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Dragon Quest Builders, Monster Sanctuary, Slay the Spire, Bioshock Trilogy, which I have played mm, a lot of those, but I want to play them a refresher. one, two, and three yeah. to complete, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In order to completion. Uh, my time at Porsche, I do want to get back and start that all over now that we've gotten all those updates and all that kind of stuff going. I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for that one because it is a game that I will love if they fixed it. Uh, then there's Transistor, which I believe I'm almost 100% didn't look it up, but is the same people that made Hades. Uh, and it's it's an amazing game. And I just want to finally play that. And Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales, which is a Gwent based uh, story game that takes place during the Witcher saga. So that one's on my list. I just there's so many games. I'm still playing Fire Emblem. I mean, you'll be playing that for the next five years, probably. (laughs) I'm on chapter 18 and I believe there's 21 chapters. So I'm, I'm on the downward slope of it. And I have been being a much more focused and like, just saying, okay, like we got to get this thing done. And I've only played one house. I mean, a lot of people play, they say you're not done with the game until you've played through all three houses, which I'm not doing that only because I, I don't have that much time. I can't do it. But the, apparently the story is different depending on the house you play through, mm-hmm. which is is bonkers. And they say you don't have the complete story until you do it. But uh, I got other things to play and, and I am loving it. It's just, man, oh man, there's so many games and not enough time. Yeah. So true. It's hard. <laughs> It's hard having a well, life. <laughs> it's just, there's just, again, like I said, this is the golden age of gaming. Yeah. You, we have so many games. So many. Uh, it's They're a so small accessible. price. Yeah. It's not, it's not a bad complaint to have, but you just, there's, it's overwhelming. there's games you just can't get to, yeah. you know, yeah. and you got to be okay with that sometimes. They're, they're going to be there. Like, look at cyberpunk. I was so excited for 
for years while I was playing. I didn't get to Witcher 3 until like five years after it came out. Now, Cyberpunk will be five years before I can get to that. That's and okay, by the time though. I get to yeah. play that, Witcher uh, 4 will be out. So it'll be perfect. Yeah, it's okay, though, so, that it takes some time. I, that, that's how I'm feeling. Like, I don't feel as stressed now to jump in and play games right away anymore because there's always like bugs that need to be fixed and there's updates and things that happen. So I'm way more chill now than I was like two years ago when games would come out it's like i'll get to them when i I get to them they're not going anywhere just other people will be less interested in them there's some game experiences that i do think like when when animal crossing happened it was exciting to be there the day it came out and grabbing my copy and all Mm -hmm. that that there are there's something to be said for the that shared mentality uh but you know, you can't do it all the time. Every month we've got a big game. Elden Ring just came out. And then when Starfield comes out and you know, oh, Kirby Starfield, just came out. I forgot about that. There's so many games mm. and Zelda will be one that will be a day one game. Yeah. Because it's it's a there's a there's a moment where it's just so powerful. But you gotta pick and choose those. Mm-hmm. You gotta pick and choose those those moments. Yeah. So well. I think that we had some amazing callbacks. I think we had some yeah. um, some fantastic games that we either love or hope to love when we finally get around to playing them uh, eventually you guys have any <laughs> anything left that you want to say for the I, the final episode I, I do um because the listeners have made it all the way to this point i feel like they deserve a couple jokes because you know i've been slacking the last couple do episodes <laughs> i think i think it's like the cherry on top so okay um why couldn't toad build an indoor pool why couldn't told i don't know why because he didn't have mushroom (laughs) okay (laughs) all right i like it and um i don't know why i I just latched onto the toad theme stuff but um why is toad invited to like every party oh i know this one okay why because he's a fun guy (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah and um yeah, so I guess apparently Mario, like after Mario, he he was carting around in his cart and he parked, and um, it just disappeared. He didn't know where it went. Do you guys do you guys know what happened to it? <laughs> no, what? No, I. It got my... towed. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> all right, well there you have it. And how how about you, Mats? Any? any well, I have a serious words? thing. I, I do want to. Say. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I thought mean, that was it. No, I'm not all jokes. Jeez, right. I have some substance <laughs> okay. here. Um, I just I just want to say that you know thank you for you know letting me join and and being a part of this and kind of believing that I could handle the show notes after a while. <laughs> Uh, and thank you to all the people that have taken us on their walks with them, on their commute with them, and reached out and chatted with us. Like anytime you would get a tweet, it was like, oh, people do listen. Uh, anytime people would mention stuff on Discord, it was just kind of validating, like, okay, we're not just talking to a wall. Like, of course, I'm talking mm-hmm. to Michael and Mott every week, but it is nice to know that people out there were listening. So it was very validating that, um, you know, we weren't doing this for nothing. Um, yeah. So thank you. Excellent. Excellent. How about you, Mats? Yeah, I, I agree with Christina. You know, I do appreciate you know, all the listeners over the years that have tuned in and been in the discord and been hanging out with us. Uh, you know, I think both of you, you know, I mean, I think, you know, I obviously I was the quitter, right? I left. I was like, this is, <laughs> uh, but you know, at the, at the same time, I think it was, it was a blast. I want to thank, you know, for you, Michael, for starting, starting it with me, keeping it going. And then Christina for joining and keeping it going. 
and and also for um, asking me to come back. <laughs> so I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, um, it, it's been it's been super fun to listen, to see the live streams, to explore this, mm. um, you know, this this whole thing with with yeah. both of you. So it's been it's been a blast. So yeah. I I appreciate both of you. And yeah. I also wanted yeah. a shout out too. Thanks thanks to Becca for hopping in and sharing her wisdom with us every once in a while as well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to forget that. Yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah. Our, po- our Pokemon expert. Mm, Thank yes. you, Becca. <laughs> we know you're out there. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's not much more I can say beyond what you both said. You, you said it perfectly. Thank you for listening. Thank you for suggestions. Thank you for the fun chatting and jokes while we're streaming. We are not going away, you know, without ever being... Uh, accessible. We're going to be on Discord. We're going to be on Twitch. You're going to still have access to us on Twitter. And we're obviously going to keep chatting along and sharing our our opinions on uh, on different things on those different mediums. So but what's the saying? It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Yeah. You know? so, uh, hopefully, if you're bummed that we're not doing the daily thing anymore, hopefully it's Weekly not too thing. bad. Because you, <clears throat> you know, it feels daily. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so hopefully you're not too bummed out. You can check in on those other things. And we're always here to chat. Yeah. Now, if you do want to watch us, you can go over to twitch.tv forward slash Nintendo Dispatch. If you want to follow us and kind of keep in, in touch, you can go to Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. Or if you want to chat with us on discord like we said we're going to keep that open and running you can go to our website where the contact information is on there and uh i believe we're going to leave the website up for a while i'm not entirely sure it may change eventually we may shift to something else but it'll stay up for now (laughs) yeah but as we said that information will be all on dispatch we'll be chatting with anybody Mm -hmm. and keeping everybody posted so thank you guys for joining me uh this week and and us all getting on to the the last final finale episode 200 it's it's been a it's been a fun crazy ride i was thinking about it today just all the different stuff you know how many times any one of us was out of town when I went to uh, like different countries, when Mots did went to different countries and we had to do stand-ins and photographs and call-ins. And it has it, been a, it's been a crazy four years. It's mm-hmm. been a great time. I've really enjoyed every moment. Well, maybe not every moment of it, but I've enjoyed many <laughs> of the moments of it. Yeah. So thank you so much. And uh, thank you for everybody that listened. So for the very last time, This has been your Nintendo Dispatch.